some intro music plays. <laughs> so welcome back everyone to the Kinda Everywhere podcast. I'm Miko and I'm a graduate of computer engineering and right now I'm still unemployed. And this is my friend Meg and she'll introduce herself for you. <laughs> okay. Hello everyone, my name is Megan. I am a graduate of chemical engineering. We share the same uni with Miko. And I'm also no, I'm employed. <laughs> I well, was, good for you. I was thinking I was thinking, should I say that? No, but I am studying my master's degree of biotechnology and bioinformatics here in Australia in the midst of the pandemic. So that's kind of weird. And that's, the, and that's the key difference because Meg's in Australia and I'm in Cebu, Philippines. So this is an international podcast or whatever. It's the Kind of Everywhere podcast. And today we have an interesting topic, which I think a lot of people can relate to. So this is going to be especially yeah. helpful for you if you're just entering the job market or you're still a senior high school or high school student and you're trying not to figure out what do you want to do with, with life. Because today, we're going to be talking about choosing your course uh, in college or university or whatever you call it in your place. Yeah. That big decision that you have to do. Actually. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Meg. (laughs) This topic popped up on our first episode, which if you haven't seen yet, link in the description below. But um, yeah, I'm I'm a natural already. (laughs) But it popped up on our first episode, Miko, if you still remember, when you said that it's kind of hard for people, especially in the Philippines. I'm not sure with everyone else in the world. Let's let's fill everyone in on that discussion. So uh, in our first episode, we were talking about personal productivity, but it eventually also talked about uh, uh, it also talked about education. And mm-hmm. how the schools and how the education system plays into how people themselves are productive in the choices they make in life. So the discussion we had in the last episode, which we're going to be expounding more, is that it, it, it's such an odd thing that we expect teenagers, like uh, when yes. Meg and I were in high school uh, in the Philippines, there wasn't an implementation of K-12 yet. So what does that mean? We enter college at 16 years old. So 15. 15. Even. Well, 15 or 16 for hmm. some. And I, we're, I'm just thinking that there's not a reasonable expectation for, for us to expect kids. And like kids, honestly, 16, those are still kids. To make these kinds of really big decisions. And even, even when you go yeah. to 18, uh, it's still, it's still, it's just two years apart. Of course, you're a little bit more mature at 18, but you're still a bit far off from completely mature, I would say. I think you mentioned that before, Meg, like how old mm. someone is before the brain completely develops or the personality completely develops. I, don't quote me on this, but guys mature later than girls. Wink, wink. Oh. Now, now, it's an explanation now. <laughs> right, girls? <Damn> it. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like a scientific fact. But and oh, and guys also die earlier than girls. Thanks. <laughs> you just you're just gonna roll with the. Yep, that's great information. 
I was asking, what age does the personality girls mature in? I don't know. I just want to throw that fact out in the world. Anyways, where were we? See, we're kind of everywhere. <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly, you mentioned before that it's yeah. around somewhere like uh, mid mid twenties to like early thirties. Yeah. That's when yes. the personality of someone actually develops, right? No, not and, the personality. It's oh, the what is mature, it? The brain. The yeah, the the brain, the parts yeah. of the brain, like. The physical flesh of it, like it's okay, still, so. So like, long story short, that's I'm when not it really sure about the specifics, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, well, of course, okay. it deteriorates a lot faster if you start drinking or smoking at an early age. So if you made those decisions before, please consider stopping. And if you're mm-hmm. ever in a position where you think you might want to engage, do not engage. <laughs> it's very simple. Do not. But anyway. Uh, let's get back to our topics. Our topics about choosing uh, your course in college. Now, both Meg and I, are, I think I'll start, are going to go, go over for how we decided on the courses that we graduated from. So I'm a graduate of computer engineering. Uh, Meg's a graduate of chemical engineering. So yep. for me, and remember, it's really important that the context, like we both grew up in the Philippines. So of course, it's going to be vastly different for you listeners depending on where you're from. So it could be better, it could be worse. Uh, for me, I came from a science high school. So I came from, from Cebu City National Science High School. And it was primarily a science-oriented high school. It was all, it's also considered as one of the best high schools that you have in Cebu City and even the entire Visayas. And it's hard to get into, right? If, yeah, if it's I'm definitely hard. So... If it's I remember a rig- correctly, rigorous process. I think that I think a lot of the success that Science High gets is just because we have a screening process when you try to get into the school. So you mm-hmm. can't even apply to the school if you don't already belong to the top ten percent of the school where you came from, like top ten okay. or top twenty percent. So you need to come from the top ten percent if you're from a public school, but if you're from mm-hmm. a private school, you need to come from the top ten. Because, you know, some sections in private schools are very small. Uh, it's yeah. just like 20 or less, like 19 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need to belong to the top 10 because they're just so few people. And it's a really uh, rigorous process, I would say, when you're in the first year. Uh, but I think, I think what it is is that people are set up for success because okay. you, already, you already cut out a lot of people. And remember, this application is that you don't get in if you're in the top 10. That's only you're allowed to take the entrance exam. Oh, so there's another filter. Oh, yeah, yeah. After no, the, the top the entire, After the, that initial filter that you're allowed to apply, um, only 175 people get in out of like 1,000 people that apply. And wow, it sounds like Harvard there or something. <laughs> but I don't know, but it, it seems great. And a lot of pe- we do produce a lot of successful graduates. On average, almost every batch produces like, I don't know, three or four top notchers in the respective fields. So, oh, that's really good. That, yeah, it, it's, it's really set up for success. So, mm-hmm. but but I honestly think that it's it's because of the initial filter. So what what just happens okay. is it's your that's the first filter, the top ten percent or top ten, and then there are four additional phases. So okay. there's an entrance exam, and then there's a 
there's an interview which it comes in two parts and then there's a last interview something like that but this so episode is it... about science yeah. science <laughs> yes that's <laughs> why yeah, i was asking you yeah what does it look like for miko a fourth year high school student in science high by the way, listeners, fourth year high school is the last bit that you have to go through before going to college. So what does it look like when you're yeah. about to graduate and go to college? Does the school give you questionnaires? Does the counselor ask you what you want? So, yeah, that's, that's exactly the thing. So mm-hmm. going into high school, uh, going into college, and for, for those of you who don't know, uh, fourth year high school, that's the equivalent of like 10th grade uh, in, mm-hmm. other, in other curriculums or the end of middle school for the people in the United States. I'm not sure if I got that right. But basically what it looks like is a lot of us don't actually know what we want to do. And the only, the yes. only attempt that, that of guidance isn't actually coming from the school itself. Uh, it actually came from the PTA. And mostly it was from the help of my dad, who was the president of the PTA at that time. So the Parent Teachers okay. Association. So he, he invited people from different industries to hold mm-hmm. a one-hour talk about what they do in their industry. And so, I mean, of course, as high schoolers, you don't know what the real world is like. Yes, so definitely. There's, there's, you don't know. And then this is the only way that you kind of find out. Like you ask people. I, I think the thing about it is what's, what's more alarming is that people aren't compelled to this question earlier. So we, we go through this entire process like every other week, there's some guy that talks about their job. And mm-hmm. we only do this in the, in the fourth year, like what, the, the graduating year. We don't do this any other time. And, and I believe you do that even like closer to graduation day, right? Yeah, so it, it doesn't start because, because of course, you don't know if you're going to graduate or not. <laughs> so, so of yes. course you, <laughs> there's you started, that problem you start in like the second semester so mm-hmm. like every other week or like maybe once a month in the second semester some guy comes up talks about his life in his job like yeah i make a lot of money but then the guy doesn't also look so happy but whatever i make lots of money so like that those are the talks and honestly my, my key takeaway from that is um i don't think that that's enough. So I'm sure it definitely helps some people of course. Uh, decide what they wanted to do or decide what they don't want to do. So those are two equally mm-hmm. important things. Don't get me wrong. But that's a discussion for another episode. But I think that it, the, the reason why I think it wasn't enough is because you're compelled to make this or they t- people tell you that it's such a great life-changing decision. And it honestly is. But it begs the question, why wasn't I asked earlier, right? So going into Did college, you ask that yourself? Yeah, yeah, I asked that myself, but mm-hmm. I didn't really voice it out to like any guidance counselor or whatever because mm-hmm. I was also an active student leader. So I know that they're okay. busy, we're busy doing things, but I think like it should be a priority of schools as a whole that you should ask these kids what they want to do. And I think that's something that they, they do a bit more successfully in like Montessori, learning institutions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so then i i am not familiar with that but yeah yeah maybe a little bit later so long story short going into college i i didn't really know anything 
except that I know that in my family first we come from a, like my dad's a businessman but when he wasn't a businessman he gra- he was a graduate of computer uh he was a graduate of engineering so he was an electrical engineer okay and my mom uh took two courses i forgot what the first one was and she also took nursing and wow. my elder brother and elder sister they're both nurses so i immediately mm-hmm. knew at the get go i'm not going to be a nurse <laughs> Excuse me. So, yep, 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 yep. Yep. So I just don't want to be a nurse. And then I was just thinking, okay, maybe we'll follow in my dad's footsteps and be a be an engineer. Engineer. But then, okay. but then, so so I I think about it. Then CIT is first of all the closest school, and second, they they could oh, have they have the a, people know what CIT is. Yeah, they 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 have a good track record when it comes to you. You should always check if your college you're applying to has a good track record. So honestly, yeah. honestly, if you mm-hmm. just if you just go on a whim and take any college that will take you, um, I think you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. And what do I mean by that? It's why? A lot. The reason why schools have a reputation is because they have a standard that they they put they put on their graduates. So yes. I think we talked about this a little bit before, and just like how. Like if you if you're if you if you get into Harvard and you're trying to graduate from Harvard but you're too stupid you're not going to graduate there you, you, you don't deserve the diploma if you're stupid or or I don't know fine like let's not be insensitive fine there can be multiple reasons maybe multiple not, reasons that that you don't graduate okay But long story. Yeah, I, short, I know many people who are smart who's not able to graduate. But yeah, long story. Okay, short. yeah, because you also came from like a more intense. I wouldn't say more intense, but a, a different culture. And yeah. the point is, when the school has a reputation, they already set you up for success. So honest to God, mm-hmm. like even if like people are bound to complain, like like just imagine. I mean, I wouldn't imagine that you get into Harvard and then Harvard is the perfect school. Of course, yes. Harvard is gonna have a lot of problems. So any school has problems, but I think the question here is: Is it within your first of all budget, and second of all, your ability to get into that school, the mm-hmm. the reputation that it has? Because, of course, when I when I got into CIT, so it's kind of a a good school for engineering. They have other courses, but they are they aren't as good as engineering. But here's the thing. Um, I, there are things to complain about, honestly. There are mm-hmm. honestly things to complain about, but if you compare it to the other schools, you can really say that, damn, they have it worse. So, and and of yeah. course, you also need to remember that not every course is made equal in your in your university. So if you're there's always more, that star course, yeah. Yeah. So if you're more self-aware of it, you can also do your background research. Like in my in my in my example, uh, I chose computer engineering because I I just showed up when I was trying to enroll. I showed up, and I knew I wanted to take engineering. And the only thing that's in my mind is I have no idea what any of this, what any of these things do. I don't have any idea what any of the engineering, like I don't know the differences between them. But the only really, or or no, what I mean by that is. I don't know specifically 
what's the major difference except from what I can extrapolate in their name. So mm. I know chemical makes engineering sense, deals with chemicals. <laughs> I know simplistic. <laughs> I know computer engineering deals with computers. Deals with computers. See? I actually okay. didn't know what civil engineering meant. But I actually that's what that's what I actually asked beforehand. And so that's when I found out that it's about civil works, they make buildings. But then when okay. I went got there, I when I got into the 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 place where to enroll, then they have this really really big room. There are course schedules laid out everywhere on the walls. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah, true. and then you can see that in civil engineering they have like twelve sections. They have twelve or twenty sections. Like they have like K one until K twenty. I'm like, and I already knew beforehand. Like a lot of my friends were talking about. They want to be a, a civil engineer. And then just taking a ratio okay. from all of my friends that graduated, I know that a lot of people are going to be entering this industry. So it's going to be very competitive. But then I thought to myself, well, honestly, the, the reason why people pursue a, a really big course like that, civil engineering, is because they see a lot of flashy people. Like it, it's, it's those two things. It's, civil engineering, it's the money. So it's the yeah. money. Like they see the people yeah. who are very successful and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to I wanna do that. I want to just I wanna sign up. I want to be like of, that. I, I want to just sign a piece of paper and I get 1 million peso every signature. Yeah. But I think that's, that, that's a promise. Hmm. I think that's the promise. But I think the, I think it, I think people don't really consider, first of all, how difficult it actually is to be that level of engineer. And second of all, especially mm-hmm. because, like in this situation, because people aren't so self-aware about what they want. So like we mentioned this in an, in an earlier episode too. Yeah. And because people aren't so self-aware about what exactly they want in life, it's easy for them to pursue things that just make them more comfortable, which they think is money. But then you end up in a course which you don't like, or mm-hmm. so help you God, like you make it through the course, you finish the course, and even if you did well, you realize that when you get the job, well, wow, I don't, I hate working. <laughs> I, I <laughs> and hate you looking. hate it the every day, yeah. And you hate it every day. And so, so in, my, in my situation, I honestly know that I didn't want to actually be engineering, I, an engineer in the first place. Wait, hang on. Before you enrolled... Yeah. Before you went to the university to take the entrance exam, yeah. do you have a course already no so i I didn't didn't have you did okay you did so i'll just finish and then we'll go go to you you, yes yes so for me it was actually that i knew uh, growing up like i've been growing plants like since i was a kid so Mm -hmm. i always found it very fascinating like plants like they take in nutrients from the from the from the environment they grow bigger it's amazing, right? Honestly, they're yeah. plants. But mm-hmm. then, but then it, it was outstanding to me. Like, why don't we know more about them? I wanted to explore that branch of science. So I wanted to actually be a botanist before I, when I was gra- entering into college. But then I knew that, first of all, I don't want to be far. Like, it's a personal choice. I don't want to be far away from my family. So mm-hmm. definitely for me personally, working overseas, is it's really... Uh, it's really a deal breaker. I don't want to work overseas. And I okay. also know, secondly, that 
people don't get hired as a botanist in the Philippines because the Philippine yes. government and the Philippine people in general don't have re- don't honestly have a re- honestly don't have respect for science. They honestly don't. Like research is so underfunded and the only time people get funding for research is when coronavirus hits and now we need to look for ways on how to have social distancing on how to uh, have proper practices on how to protect people like that's why that like for example sad. it is honestly sad yeah. and that's the example why yeah. we have face shield because i think face shield was a product of the research and how why everywhere else doesn't have face shield they only have masks so mm. um that's the thing so first i wanted to be a botanist but then i it's a pragmatic decision i knew that i'm not going to get hired as a botanist so i'm just not going to pursue botany so second thing is I think I'm really honestly talking too long. Second thing is, uh, I <laughs> knew that it. I wanted to be engineering, but then I didn't know which engineering. So I just had another consideration to make. That first, I don't want to be in a place which is too crowded, because yes, makes sense. Um, it's honestly annoying. Uh, then there are there. <laughs> That's so, not what there, I'm aiming for. Yep. There are definitely so many people that are gonna be there. And then second, I also wanted it to be somewhat related to what I'm interested in. And you know, I like okay. computers. So computer engineering makes sense. Let me just digress just a little bit before I end. Go for it. Um, yeah. Right before we graduated, on the year we graduated, they, the, the national government gives every student an exam on what yes. they recommend uh, I students that. to take. So you probably mm-hmm. took it too, and it's called the NKI, mm-hmm. and I honestly yes. have no idea what it means. And National the Career thing, Assessment Examination. Yes, that's the thing. National Career Assessment Examination. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And and what the funnier thing about it is, engineering for me was actually my third. So I don't know if you remember what was yours. So maybe we can start with that when we go to you. But for me, mm-hmm. the funniest thing was, my aptitude was, first, is that I should be a general in the military. <laughs> okay. General in the military. Like it's and you're telling obvious. me all the time that I'm evil. But you're the one who's like conniving and what strategic. I, I didn't do anything. It was the exam. <laughs> okay. Go on, so go on, go on. general in the military. And it's oddly specific. Like it really mentions general there. I don't know why. And then second, mm-hmm. for second, it mentions that I should be an archbishop. <laughs> so like, okay. these are very different things. And I don't know why they're next to each other. And then the third one's engineering. So, yeah, I think engineering is the best bet here. <laughs> All right. I, I, I don't know. And I honestly also don't know either on if people actually follow the NKI or not. Because the other mm-hmm. thing here, before we go to you, the, remember mm-hmm. one of the things we need to remember for the Philippines, for, for our international viewers, is that a lot of the time, even if you have some decision, there's a lot of peer pressure and familial pressure on what you should choose as a course for college. Yeah. And that's, and like, I mean, Filipinos are still Asian. So we also uphold that Asian stereotype that if you're not an engineer, if you're not yeah. a doctor or if you're not an or attorney, a lawyer, you are a disappointment. <laughs> a huge so, disappointment to the family. Huge, like, dishonor your cow. You dishonor. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even look at like, <laughs> Don't, don't mention, don't look at the arts. 
don't mention and don't look at psychology. Don't even, don't, mm, quiet. <laughs> you engineer, you understand? <laughs> so Not every parent is like that, okay? But that's the cultural. A lot of parents are like that. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's not, something like that. But... Good yeah. for you, Meg. Privilege. Hey, mom and dad. No, I don't call them mom and dad. Hi, mama, papa. They're, they're really good. But I'm going to tell that. Yeah, so let's move story. to you, Meg. Yeah. So what did I cover? Oh um, your college yes. entrance story. Mm-hmm. And maybe after your college entrance story and your NK results. Maybe we'll start with NK results. Then after your NK results and college story, well, let's let's go into a discussion okay. about how cultures are different. Disclaimer: I'm gonna <laughs> sound like I will be bragging a lot, okay? <laughs> but hear me out. These are not opinions. These are facts, okay? So I'm just telling this because this is what happened. Okay. Sure. So starting my end, I'm gonna start <laughs> way, 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 way before high school. Okay. So from nursery, nursery is like how do you call that? That's the first stage that you you enter the educational system. That's the entry point. We call it nursery, and then you go to kindergarten. Yeah. Elementary, high school college okay so starting from nursery until up to high school okay here's the bragging part i'm always on top one maybe because i was in a catholic school and we were just i was from a small town i'm actually toning down that fact okay i'm from a small town town. yes and my classmates are my classmates from nursery until high school. So if, oh my God, this sounds like I'm so bragging. So if I'm like the smartest in that pool that carried over until it, it, it ended in high school, right? But here's the thing. I get all the accolades like best in science and best in language and best in that stuff. But I never even once had best in math and i hated it (laughs) because there is someone better in math than me and i i totally i totally accepted that but you know it it picked on my ego and it's a bad thing but that carried that's at the back of my mind when i was like in elementary i already know what i wanted to be i wanted to be a doctor because my mom is a nurse but okay, that changed. Okay. Yeah, because I grew up in host- in the hospital. You, because my I always go there because okay, my yeah. mom's a nurse. And I see the doctors and they're wearing this white robe and everyone respects them. And it's like, huh, <laughs> I want to be like that. But, okay, fast forward into high school. Because I'm always in the hospital, I also saw the horrors. Of being like a doctor and a nurse. When I was young, like a doctor was really kind because I'm so talkative, Miko. <laughs> I always ask people, like, what is this and what does it do? But I'm an annoying kid. But this doctor, he likes 
my inquisitiveness maybe. So he did an appendectomy. You know mm. what that is? When you have appendicitis, it blows yeah. up. They cut you open. They take they, they take, take the organ out. away. Yep. So I was I I think I was on on you were in the grade. room. I was, they took me into the operating room with the scrubs God. and everything. The scrubs were so oversized, and they put like all the stuff in me. And I watched the operation. I was fascinated by it. That stuck with my head. Like I saw the human intestines. Oh, digression. Do you know when you take out the human intestine or intestine? I don't know. How do you pronounce it correctly in your region? When you put it back, I was aghast. I I told the doctor, I remember this. Like I told the doctor, like, you should put it back the way it was folded before because they just like <laughs> scooped it up and dumped it like not like organized. And the, the, the young me, I was like, please <gasps> put it back the way it is before. But the doctor told me, don't worry. The intestine is amazing. It will rearrange itself <laughs> automatically. So I was like, okay, so this guy's not going to die. But anyway... <laughs> Going back to the, our body is amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Your yep. intestine can like arrange itself back. Okay, so going back because of that, and I, I not being a doctor is fascinating. Being a yep. nurse is fascinating, but I also saw that they don't sleep that much. Yeah, my mom's like that. We call her the sleeping dragon. Before, hi, mama. <laughs> because after a night shift, she will sleep, and we are not allowed to make a sound <laughs> and wake her up because if she wakes up in the middle of her nap like all hell breaks loose yes and i thought to myself when i was older and when i had more sense i can't see myself living like that mm. like on a night shift and being pulled and having no routine so i decided okay i don't want to be a doctor but my parents they thought that I will go that route. So fast forward to the entrance exam. Oh, my NKI results. Ugh. I don't want to brag again. Okay. I oh, was no. the first I was the first batch of students. Our batch, our graduate graduating batch was the first batch of students who took the, the NKI. Oh god. Yeah, for the because it was my mom told me in her time it was there. And then it stopped. And then I remember we were the first batch who took it again. Like yeah. it started again in our batch. I, I remember my friend and I, her name is Clarence. She's studying law right now. Hi, Clarence. Um, we scored 99th percentile in language. So meaning like for the entire country, like we are on the top one percent, something like that. Yeah, it makes sense. And I did the same in science as well. But not so, math. No, not math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think oh, this will be. I think this will be a good um, discussion on the next episode because I was scared of math before. Because there was this thinking of math is scary. And now I, I fall, fell in love with it when I'm older. But yeah, we, we have to talk about that 
in the next episode maybe, but I'm not making any reasons why I didn't get the best in math, okay? Okay, so fast forward. Yeah. During the entrance exam, my best friend and I, her name is Ashley, we took it together. Ashley was the one who decided to take chemical engineering. She wants chemical engineering. And I'm supposed to take the pharmacy entrance exam because that's my like my route to yeah. medicine. So after graduating, like that's my pre-med course. And do you know what happened, Miko? I, you know, because I told you, do you know what happened, <laughs> audiences? <laughs> Ashley is now a doctor and I am a chemical engineer. <laughs> okay. You did so it, here's guys. The story. You, yeah, you did I know. It. You failed successfully. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I remember my mom's face. I, I lived in Bohol, right? I lived in a small town. I have to cross to another island, which is Cebu, to get the entrance exam. Miko, you are very lucky because you live in Cebu already. But I, ladies and gentlemen, at the tender <laughs> age of 15, have to live the comforts of my house, go to the big scary city, and study at a uni. Okay, so to my mom's horror, I went back and I told her, oh, ma, I, I already took the entrance exam for pharmacy, but then I enrolled in chemical engineering. <laughs> said, God. What? Like, you stupid kid. Like, I thought you ought to be a doctor. And you know, I, I made that decision on the spot there. I looked at the paper and I imagined myself uh, like a pharmacy student or something. Yeah. It, it didn't click. Like, I know it's a bad place to make that decision and it's a bad timing because it's in the nick of time. Yep. But then the examiner, the results came and the examiner told me, oh, you have really high scores. Um, don't you want to consider um, engineering? Or I think they were promoting engineering at that time because I don't know why the examiner yeah. talked to me like that. Like it's it's it sounded even like she she's degrading farmers. I don't know because she's like telling me, "Oh, you That's have probably good staff scores. of of chemical engineering handling the test." Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Like she said, "Oh, you have really good scores. Don't you want to take um, a pre-law course or an engineering?" I was like, "That's such a funny oh, thing. Like even in the school, they kind of tried to harbor to students." I'm not saying she's pushing it to me, but that's what happened. Like, that's what I remember. And then yeah. I said, oh, engineering. Let's see. Can you give me a pamphlet of what engineering courses are available? <gasps> and then I saw number one on the list, chemical engineering. You got fooled by, you got fooled by alphabetical order. Because, <laughs> yes, <laughs> alphabetical order. See, and before that, I think there's like, I don't know, if you believe in the toilet zone, like there are like su subtle subconscious hints because mm. ashley wants chemical engineering so she always talks about it she's passionate about it by the way ashley's mom is a doctor so yeah and then we had a teacher and i love chemistry like mm. chemistry was very easy for me at the time yep. and people were like oh what do we do how do we balance it and, was, and i'm all sitting balancing there, is like, easy like that's why i'm just sitting I, here at the I back i always wonder like, yeah right 
Why? Like, why is it? Why do, See, we're bragging. Migo, let's. <laughs> I'm sorry, viewers. Like, but but, yeah. but okay. Let me be fair. I didn't have good okay. grades, and I didn't have good grades in chemistry. But it's not for the reason you think. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I did all the balance shit well. So anything that involves the solving part, do it great. Um, I it's didn't take fair. the time to learn how to name or read oh, the names. The naming. So anyway, I know the difference yeah. between eights and eights. I just didn't give a shit. <laughs> Digression. <laughs> okay. Focus. All right. Ahead, yeah. So I took chemical engineering because, yep, people like maybe Ashley got into my brain. And also, one of our teachers mentioned it Mom Kathy. She's my language teacher. My one of, of my inspirations about writing and everything. She talked about it and like it seeped into my brain. And then I saw the pamphlet. It's number one. I don't usually believe in science, but at that time it clicked in my brain. I'm like, and then I Googled it. Google is not like very big that time. Yeah. But I tried to. And that was it. This is in retrospect. Okay. This is like already like after I enrolled. Because I can always change the enrollment after. Because my mom's telling me. You can also shift. Yeah, yeah, shift. My mom told me, you have to be sure. She was so mad at me. You have to think <laughs> about it. If you want to shift to pharmacy, because she's a nurse, I think she's. it's also her dream to be like, I will be a doctor because she's a nurse. So when her daughter will be a doctor, you know, something like that. Yeah. She told me, if you want to shift, I will support you. If you want to go back and enroll in pharmacy, I will support you. But kudos to her. She told me, will always be up to you. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried to research. Respect. And I discovered chemical engineering is one of the hardest engineering courses. And I, I, tried, to Google, uh, I tried to research why. It's because of the mathematics. Yeah. I'm like, huh, hmm. this is a way to redeem myself. All those years of not getting the best in math. If I will graduate as a chemical engineer, that will be a slap to the face of everyone who took... No, not really. But okay, that's how, like... That's, how to that's choose me. A that's my young me. According to Meg, whatever <laughs> makes us feel more pride. <laughs> no, actually, looking back, I did not regret it because... Yeah. I chose something that would empower me in a sense mm. because I was scared of math growing up. Sometimes I know the answer. I know how to solve it. But because I panic, I don't know. There's something I, I have to like unpack that first. But I was really scared of math before. Yeah. But I conquered that fear. Mm. And I studied something that I'm bad at. I was actually proud of my young self for like knowing that subconsciously, but I picked a course <laughs> that would improve me at my worst. Because if I choose something that I'm already good at, like, where's the thrill in that? But yeah. you know, that was just me. So that's, that's how I chose chemical engineering. And do you know that? So, ladies and gentlemen, Miko and I graduated in the same college, right? But I was a transferee. I did not graduate. I did not initially went to CIT for chemical engineering because 
I was taking pharmacy. So I went to another institution and they offer chemical engineering as well there, which is actually a really, really good reputation for chemical engineers. But then in the middle of, of the race, I think all engineering students will feel this. I'm not sure if you felt this, Miko, but there's will there will be like during third year or fourth year third when year you're almost year. there. Yep. Yes, it's you like, will have an existential crisis like, and you will question this. why like, the yep, hell did yep. I? Yep, why did why I did choose I ever... this course? Why did I ever? So I had that, and I told my dad, I I I can't. It's it's too. It's too pressure, like a lot of pressure is put on me. Yeah. I want to shift to chemistry. That's what I told him. This is still like connect and connected to like how to choose your life path in yeah. connection to how to choose your life path. And I think the most important advice that he gave me, I'm not even sure if he remembered saying this to me. He told me, finish what you started. And yeah. when you're finished with your initial task, you can do whatever you want. I will yeah. even support you if you want to study chemistry again. But just finish what you started, yeah. which was very a very important lesson, and a lesson that I'm still trying to incorporate. <laughs> so for our listeners, yeah. so thank you for making it this far. We're at our last ten minute mark. Or, well, yes. you know more than us if it's actually the last 10 minutes. But Let's see. it's the last 10 minutes. So, yeah. I think, honestly, that that's a great story, Meg. I, I think the other thing about <laughs> it's it is... funny. I think you have it a lot better than a lot of people. So, this is when we're going to talk no. about... Yeah. Yeah, so, we're going to talk a bit about culture. Because yeah. I, I think we're in kind of the same spot. Like, mm -hmm. we could choose anything, but we made... Uh, practical decisions or for you it's more personal decision for what a vendetta a vendetta <laughs> against vendetta. mathematics God. <laughs> but but I but I honestly do remember like a lot of people like two two bad things that or not bad things like maybe negative affects of society that I remember is that first there is the subclass of people that they're not self aware enough to know what they want to do. Yes. Right? And the second is there are people that know what they want to do, but they don't have the resources true. to, true, true, to true. pursue that course. To pursue what they want. And, and yeah. what I mean is, uh, in, a fam in, in, the, in the Philippines, like fa family culture is very strong. Like to the point that the family if, you're, ties. If, you're, if you're an uncle of somebody, you would offer, like if, if their parents are having a hard time, you would mm -hmm. offer to pay for them to go to school. Like, yes. that's how good fam familial bonds are in the Philippines. But here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Because of that, sometimes, like, these aunties and uncles, they insert what they want <laughs> the kids to take. Their so it's, opinion. It's a, it's a conditional thing. It's not a, it's not a support uh, just because I want to support you. It's like, well, you know what? If you decide to be an attorney, I'll support you all the way. If you decide to be a doctor... I'll support you all the way. Because I, I have this friend and because you brought up nursing or because you brought mm -hmm. up being a doctor, I, I remember her because she wanted to be a doctor. She also wanted mm -hmm. to be a doctor. She, wanted, she was planning to take up nursing. 
But then the person who was putting her through, through school was her uncle. And her uncle okay. was an engineer. So, she, so he's like, I'll pay for your entire college or even more, I guess. But it needs to be something in engineering. Wow. And that's why we met each other in computer engineering. And, and to be fair, to be fair to her, she's one of, she's, she's one of the, she's a great computer engineer. But especially in the first few years that we met each other, like, you can she tell has that high she, marks. Yeah, she, she has high marks. Mm-hmm. Because like, people get high, because school is just studying, you know, most of it is just studying. True. So, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, you study, you get high marks. Makes sense. But the first couple of years, you could honestly say, I think even a little bit after, when we're almost graduating, you can tell that she's not into it. Like, she you doesn't. can tell that she's into it like when you're already graduating. Because like, I think you're also excited about graduating. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and, of and, course. Of course, and towards the end, that's when things also get a bit spicy. They get, honestly, a bit more interesting. <laughs> spicy. Spicy. But the thing yeah. about it is, especially in the first like three years, like you could tell she's not into it at all. Like mm. being here shit for her. And the funnier thing about it is, like she has the most pleasant demeanor that we like all of my entire batch of, of friends in computer engineering, she has the best demeanor of So all of, all of your friends have bad demeanor except no, her? No, no, she just has the she's yeah. very soft spoken and she's very pleasant. And I yeah. think that that would honestly reflects a little bit on her wanting to be a nurse. A doctor, yeah. Uh, she would have been, she a, would great have been a great nurse. She would have also been mm. a great doctor. But now she's a great engineer. <laughs> it all turned out well. All right. So for the last stretch of this conversation, let us unpack our own stories, Miko. And let's... If we can travel back in time, yeah. if there are lessons that we can teach our past selves and maybe our audience on how should we have chosen better yeah. our life paths. Because I was talking to my brother yeah, and I was not really to my brother, but when my mom calls me, she puts it on loudspeaker and everyone can hear. So I was like, <laughs> oh, because my brother's in grade 10, I think. Yeah. So when and you start I was choosing asking, your specialization, yep. Yeah, so I was asking my mom, oh, my brother's in grade 10. Does, did he mention what he wants? And then my mom's like, nah. <laughs> There's no <laughs> such conversation yet. <laughs> and then, you know, the conversation went like, oh, my mom's like, oh, I really want, maybe like I will let him take this and let him, you know, the usual Asian mm opinionated conversation right. that we were talking about. Yep. So, I cannot speak to my brother directly about it because I know he will be skirting the issue. So, this is yeah. big sister's way <laughs> to let my big brother know. <laughs> yeah, I hijacked the conversation. But <laughs> if I can impart lessons to people like my, my little brother who's like trying to make these big decisions... Well, they are 15. (laughs) What would you want to tell them? Go, Miko. You first. Yeah, I I think the other... Yeah, so... For me, I honestly wouldn't change anything. And the reason for that is... I think I was self-aware about my decision. 
So mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted. And the other thing that was good about it is after I'm a computer engineer, when I was deciding when I was in first year, after I'm a computer engineer, if I still want to pursue botany, I can still do it as a master's, right? Yes. So it's not, it's not a lost opportunity. But secondly, I also wanted to be in tech. Now, I think the most important thing to do, if you have no idea right now, is just that you, you know what you really don't want to do. Mm. Because that's a, that's good, a good start. Thing. That's a good start. Mm. And honestly, sometimes life doesn't lay out the path of us being able to do what we want to do right away. Yeah, it's not a straight path right away. Like, if you read all of the success stories of any, anyone, it's not a straight line. Like, you want to mm-hmm. be a good botanist, you, you enroll in botany. I'm not sure. It's not as straightforward as people think. So, for me, that's, that's honestly it. If you're in a state of mind where you're self-aware or you know what you want to do, or if that's difficult for you right now, as long as you know what you don't want to do and you base your decisions on that, uh, I think you'll I think you'll be you'll be in a good position. The second thing is, and this is the last thing for me, is just that mm-hmm. can you envision yourself working in that thing that you're imagining? So like what you mentioned, Meg, if if can I imagine myself being a doctor? If the answer is no, then don't enroll. Yeah. The same thing is the same thing is like that. Like that's Here's a five-second digression. I actually wanted to pursue no. civil engineering after my computer engineering degree. Oh. And yeah, you mentioned that to me. And You're about to I, take a double major. I was about to take a double major. And you're right. It was at the fourth year. When I got into fourth year, and I was, was going to do it. I was going to do it the fourth year, second sem. Fifth yeah, year, yeah, we first talked sem about that. Hit. I remember. Yeah, yeah fifth yeah, year, yeah, first yeah. sem. And I'm like, I want to die. Like, I I'm taking yeah. two I'm taking two classes the whole semester and I already want to die. I have no idea why it's the last year. No 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 no. Fifth year first semester five subjects. Fifth year second semester two subjects. Two subjects. I only are taking two subjects and I wanted to die. <laughs> I go to school. Cuz it's so hard, right? It's so challenging. Yeah. I will Kinda. <laughs> Sorry, it was a bit. It was a bit okay for me. <laughs> oh, okay. So, what? Why? Why were you stressed then? If it's not that stressful. No, because I was having difficulty managing myself because I was a leader of seven organizations at the same time. Uh, so that's I, why I was a full-time student leader, part-time student. But anyway, long yes. story short. Mm. Sorry for the digression. That's it. First, it's okay self-awareness and second uh like just visualization not positive or negative you don't need that right now yet mm-hmm. can you just think of yourself and that's why i didn't pursue civil engineering anymore this is why the digression is related i wanted to be a chemical a civil engineer but i was thinking about it and i was like i want to be the guy that signs the paper and makes one million but i okay. don't want to be the guy that takes the surveyor out in the hot sun, writes down mm. blueprints for buildings, verifies mm-hmm. it, and like, like being a junior engineer, especially in civil engineering, you're a slave. 
You're and you have to start somewhere, right? And you have to start as a junior. Uh, and a lot of times, people don't even get a start as a junior engineer. You just get uh, hired as a surveyor. So you, you, you're even in a worse spot. You're not even given an engineer in your, in your job title. You're, yeah. you're, you're in a, such a bad spot. And I was envisioning myself. So I was thinking, I want to be the guy that signs off a $1 million paper like on a blueprint or on a check. But I don't want to be the guy that's, that's standing around in the sun. Yeah. But, but, to be, but to be an honest to God, good civil engineer, you need to have gone through that. You have to go that. through it. Hmm. Because, because sure. there are no shortcuts, right? There aren't any shortcuts. So, and that's what I was mentioning when I was talking about it earlier. When you, when you have the end goal in mind, but you only want the end goal and you don't think you can bear with the the, the, the process in, the, in between the process mm-hmm. I don't think you should do it because you're yeah. just in it for the money so for me it was just am I just in it for the money I think so <laughs> <laughs> to be honest <laughs> because I mean if you think about it if you think about any course that way and civil engineering just makes it easy because mm-hmm. they're, they're a bit flashy about it Let, let's be honest them and architects because they're both yeah. stupid Never mind. No swearing. My like, sister is an architect. Yeah, Don't say that. <laughs> you're, you're in it for the ground. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like you, you, look at, you look at the people who are the most successful in the industry and mm-hmm. then you're, they're, they're signing two million, do, two million peso blueprints and you want to do that too. But can you survive the 20 years that it takes to get there? So that's really the question. So that's, that's actually a good like, advice. To, yeah. to, be, to be fair, uh, 2 million pesos, a million pesos every month or so, it does buy you a lot of comfort. I mean, let's be fair. Money does solve, does solve a lot of people's problems, not existential ones, but a lot of comfort problems. But, but, that, but the question is, if you really hate it, do you think you won't kill yourself before you get to 20 years <laughs> Where you, you where quit. you, you might, you might, you might either get stressed out and leave the industry, wasting your course. You might and your time. commit suicide because mm-hmm. a lot of people do that, especially like in Japan. Mm-hmm. But that's a different cultural story. Or, or third, maybe you go, go all the way there. You're one of those really high functioning people. You make your, your way all the way to the top because you're so competent in your studies. You know how to perform. And you climb all the way up the corporate ladder only to find that, you know what? You haven't been developing interest because you're focused too much on working. You're looking too much too forward to the million dollar signature. Mm. And you, you find yourself that, wow, is this what it feels like? Why am I, why am I not happy? And, that's, and you feel empty. And that's depressing. And it's another midlife crisis. <laughs> and another crisis. Yeah, and that viewers shows us that we were wrong earlier. It wasn't the last ten minutes. We're already five minutes. <laughs> we're five minutes past. But I think the conversation is a bit better here. But anyway, it's, it's important to talk so about these. That's things. what I'm. That's what I'm thinking about it. Is that hmm. honestly, like any successful person is gonna tell you, there is struggle, right? But then, is the struggle worth it? And most of the people will tell you that. If it's struggle and it's something that you like doing, 
it's struggle that feels like it pays off later. And it feels so much better when it does pay off. Yeah. But then, but then, because life is going to put you in bad spots. Like, I'm unemployed. And if I, if I remain unemployed for, like, another month, I might consider, like, my worst case scenario and go to a, a mainstream call center, a mainstream customer service representative job. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's how people make money. And life yeah. doesn't always give you... You have to be you, practical. Yeah, you need to be practical. Life, life, life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. It's simple. But then in the in-between, what are you doing? So like, I'm, I'm still doing this. And I hope to God that like, you look back to this video or like, you look back to this video years from now. And like, I can say like, yeah, I'm a millionaire now, but I'm dirt poor here. <laughs> yes it's this is uh an evidence of being like, your dirt poorness <laughs> like, i'm so dirt poor but 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 remember rich people are only broke they're never poor <laughs> okay because you know that you know all that shit poor is a mindset broke yeah. is just a state of being that's why i just said okay yeah because <laughs> like i i know i'm dirt poor because I don't have any money. I, mean, okay. I, I, I have money in the bank, but that's for like medical and stuff. So I don't have any, any spendable money. I, I don't order anything online. I, I don't buy any food. I have, mm-hmm. I have no income. Like I'm as poor as... Like if I get COVID again, I'm dead. <laughs> but Miko, you have, you're, you're lucky because you, you have... We in the Philippines actually is very lucky. Because yeah. it's our culture to... Be close to our families, as what you've mentioned yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. So, if ever you're in a bad spot, your family will swoop up and take you back to the nest, maybe. Well, yeah, that's true. But, but of course, let, let's, let's remember all the people where their family isn't like that. So, uh, I know mm. that's a lot, it's really hard. That's why I'm always thankful. Yeah. So, hmm. but, but for, okay. for, for those people, let, let, short shout out for those people, because I know a couple. Like mm-hmm. for, for those times when like either your family's already gone because uh, I have a couple of friends whose parents have passed mm-hmm. or maybe your family's not there for you. It, life's also about finding those people who can be that family yes. for you. Your so, tribe. Find your, your tribe. Your, your tribe. So because mm-hmm. life's honestly difficult. Life, I didn't, it is, it yeah, is, I'm is. a bit dramatic right now. Life, life's honestly <laughs> difficult. It, and and it doesn't not become difficult so but and i can see why so many people are so so broken in society when you don't have anyone to lean on or for example people who stay in abusive relationships because the the person they're in a relationship with is the only person that they can lean on and mm. when that person leaves they don't have a, a support system anymore and that's mm-hmm. tragic and it life is, is isn't meant tragic. to be tragic. Life's meant to be lived. <laughs> it's not meant to be tragic. So it is. I think, okay. I think that's the thing. Yeah. So let's go drama to aside. Drama aside. <laughs> okay. Um, I agree with everything you said. And I want to top that up with this thing. Um, this guy called Mark Manson. Yeah. I'm not sure if I butchered his uh, name. I subscribe to his newsletter. Unfuck yourself? 
something like that. I subscribed to his newsletter when he was not that famous before, like mm. the first few. And one of them really struck me. He said like, and I'm sorry for the language, but this is like what he said. When you are choosing a big decision in your life, like a career goal or something like that, this is just on top of what you said earlier. Think of this. It's going to be shit in the beginning. That's what he said. Because everyone starts at the bottom. But the most important thing that you have to know is which shit are you willing to swallow? Bad graphic, everyone. <laughs> but a very important... It stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. It stuck with me. Because if you are getting into a career, it will be a path. That's why it's called a career path. Because you actually have to start traveling the path before you can right. even get anywhere. That's a great. That's a great visual, by the way. Yeah. yeah. If you're, if you, you know that it's gonna be shit at the beginning. You will be like what you said. You'll be a slave. You'll be under the sun. You will be the bottom feeder. But which yeah. part of the tank are you willing to pick the shit out of? Which shit are you willing to swallow? That's my number one, like opinion about this matter and i think i've done that when i was younger subconsciously i looked yeah. at doctors that are not that successful yet in their career like the bottom feeders and i saw how hectic their life was no sleep blah 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 and i said no i can't do that <laughs> i'm sorry i'm going to something else and then on top of that how will you know which shit are you willing to swallow? So this is my opinion number two. Know yourself. Because how will you be able to know which shit to swallow if you don't know? And then it begs the question, okay, fine. That's, everyone's telling me that, like, know yourself, be self-aware. How do you do that? Well, then, there is always this fascination about something when you are young and i realized this when i was thinking about what i'm gonna talk about tonight and it just hit me yesterday mm. we have tendencies to be attracted to things yeah. like for me i was really attracted to encyclopedias and science books i devoured science books and encyclopedias because i like the aha moments like when you read something it's like ah, oh, so that's how it works that's what I gravitated to. Try to look at yourself today and see, like, go back to your childhood. What are the things that you really enjoy? Because I don't know who said this quote, and I don't know if the quote is correct, but, but this person said that your adulthood is just reliving the things that you fell in love with when you were young. Mm. So you're, as an adult, you're trying to go back to those things and you're trying to rediscover them in the lens of an adult life. So if you really don't know what you want, Mika's advice was good, like try to know what you don't want. Yeah. But if you don't have an idea of what you want, try to look back when you were young. Do you like tinkering with stuff? Do you like to take stuff apart and discover what, what's in them? Do you like taking care of people? When, when your dog was sick, did you nurse your 
your dog until it was fully healed or something like that or when you were young did you like would you like to paint and draw and be artistic or read books and everything just just go back to your passions when you were young because when we were young Nico I think the prejudice of the world is not still impressed on us yeah so we're we're still free to discover what we want <laughs> so th- those like are the three are trapped, things Meg. <laughs> yeah th- those three things know which shit you're willing to swallow and know what you want in the first place and if you don't know go back to your passions when you were young and i know this will be idealistic for me personally it was late when i realized that i don't like chemical engineering job of the day to day yeah i'm honestly telling you that that's why <laughs> that's why i don't want to work in an industry cuz it's repetitive yeah and i want to I don't like repetitive stuff. Does that mean that I failed in my choice of chemical engineering? No. I wouldn't change anything because chemical engineering gave me the rigor this way of thinking that I have and it changed my perspective of the world. So for those who already picked the second year and third year, oh no, the fourth year students <laughs> engineering that we have right miko are you yawning on me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we were recording this at what time is it now almost It's 11 night actually yeah sorry oh, for those for <laughs> yeah for those people who are in the crisis the third year the fourth year you're almost there just push through finish what you started and after that you can do whatever you want that's what my dad told me it worked for me i'm not sure if it will work for you but i will give you the same advice and lastly miko for those who already graduated and they regretted their decision <laughs> that's so sad i would yeah i would want to tell you don't don't regret it because your journey in that course is the reason why you are who you are right now five four years of your life was spent in there and these are formative years so this shaped who you are don't regret who you become cuz actually it's an achievement if you get a bachelor's degree yeah you did it you achieved something <clears throat> yeah that's all that's all yeah so thank you meg and uh well i got to apologize (laughs) like both to you meg and to our viewers i don't think i was uh my best in this episode so i apologize i apologize listeners but this is you know not every not every podcast is the same level but next (laughs) podcast you're gonna listen to a better one next week so i hope you learn something But before I, I end, do hope you learn something. Mm-hmm. But before I end, I, I do remember something that I mentioned in one of my YouTube videos, and well, I I enjoy being a speaker, so there are, there yeah. are times I I discover I quote, I I think I discover I quote. So 
there are two right now which I which I think are very striking, but this is the one that came to mind. Now mm-hmm. like in relation to the, the ending of our discussion, like self awareness, deciding on what you want to do, I think the quote is go with the flow but manipulate the direction of the water. And what do I mean by that? I, I think a lot of people use it in in a bad way. Okay. I think uh, I think go with the flow gets a bad rap. People use it as yeah. an excuse to procrastinate. People use it as an excuse to uh, to just not do what they're supposed to be working on. But mm-hmm. but here's the thing: business people, successful business people, do the same thing. So what they mean by go with the flow is you go where the opportunities take you. But it's not an excuse to not yeah to not be good to not be productive. And like if I would use that in relation to our, our listeners, I think the most important thing for you to do right now is like we, we talk a lot about self-awareness or whatever or all of these other concepts that we talked about. But I think that people should just have a plan. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so simple. You, should, you just have a plan. What do you want to do? Meg and I, we have True. a podcast because we like talking. Like that's why, yes. we, that's why you want to sit here for hours at a time and talk because talking is enjoyable. Now, it is. for some of you, it's a drawing. For some of you, it's bossing other people around. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully for, not. For other people, it's sitting in front of a screen and playing computer games. Like, now isn't the time to be frowned upon for doing anything, honestly. Yes. And truly anything you like. Like, truly anything. Like, people on Fiverr you pay people $5 on Fiverr to drink different types of water. Like, that's... Yes. Don't ask. But that. don't try that. But yes. <laughs> don't try that. Don't try the illegal but stuff too. Okay? Not illegal, Nothing that water. will harm you. It's water. No, because we just said try anything. I'm just putting you a disclaimer. You said try anything. <laughs> I'm just it putting a my disclaimer, fault. okay? Don't it harm yourself. Meg's fault. But anyway. No, that's why. <laughs> no. <laughs> But anyway, the point, guys, is it. I think I think another thing is life's life's really simple, but mm-hmm. people complicate things. So I think we have another episode in store, maybe yeah. about meditation, and how like a lot of success principles are related to spirituality in a weird way, but that's a, a weird way. different way, different time. But the point about everything is, if you don't have anything right now, just come up with a simple plan. And your plan can be as simple or as complex as you want it to be. Like maybe you have a plan for five years. I, I used to make a 10-year plan. <clears throat> now I just cut it down to five years. But, but if you don't have anything right now or you're feeling really down and you're just listening to the podcast before you want to sleep, just make a plan for what you want to do tomorrow. And that's a good start. But maybe make your bed when you wake up. That's a plan. Yeah. So, just, just simple little steps. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really about little steps. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think everyone knows what everyone knows what they want. Deep even, inside. Like sometimes you don't verbalize it or you don't know you don't even know how to verbalize it. But I think people know what they want. And that, and people know what they don't want. And I think Sometimes, especially because of how we're raised, it's even difficult to admit that. Because like it's, it's suppressed in some way. 
it's suppressed in some yeah. way. I think some people like they're they're an artist trapped inside of a doctor who's been working for twenty years because they're they have a generation of doctors and we can't be a disappointment to the family line. I, I think there are some people like that. Yeah. And I mean I I I'm not here to critique their career, but we only live one life and it's difficult if you're not enjoying yourself. Because you know, some of our listeners believe in God, some of them don't. But all we know is that you have limited time. And life is about making the most out of it. So the question is, how do you make the most out of it? And okay, some people are going to use this as an excuse. Like, yeah, I shouldn't do any work at all. No, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> Life's hard. But we don't, make, we, don't, we don't need to make it harder than it already is. And that's by procrastinating on all the things that we want. It's by uh, getting, being too afraid of starting things. That's, that's part of being unproductive. And that's one of my sins right now. Like being too afraid <laughs> of starting things. See, like yeah. e- even though like we don't want you to think that we are sitting on a high horse just because we're talking about things like this. Like we're flawed individuals too. <laughs> but yeah yeah but miko you are right just have a plan and do it yeah just don't make a plan like me okay and not ending up do not doing it (laughs) yeah so yeah before we end i think we're supposed to end like 10 minutes ago (laughs) but but yeah that's definitely one of an example one of the examples you can you see right now of course if you see this from the future again hello if you're from the future, uh, probably Megan and I have successful YouTube channels now. But right now, uh, if we're going to talk about Meg, she's actually been thinking about making her YouTube channel for the past three I months. Already, I, I actually filmed the first one. Nice! Already. Yes, that's great. Good job. I sent, you the, I sent you the link. That was the intro. Yeah. Still, that's oh, one. Thought, okay, yeah. So, good on that. But, but but for you viewers, if, if you're ever if you want to be like a content creator, I think it's very popular right now. And I actually mm-hmm. feeling in the next twenty years it's going to decline because it's gonna be oversaturated. Yeah. So, but but we're still in a in a in a golden period, Meg. But what I mean the by that is zone. um if that's something that you wanna do, look at Meg. She's been thinking about this for three months or more to make one video. And I on the other hand <laughs> just kind of throw videos out in the air. <laughs> like I right think we, now, we mentioned this in the first episode, right? Like yeah, you're the did. first to like, let's do this. I'm like, I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna sit on this egg so, until it hatched. Yeah. They're both they're both the important thing now is that we both got something out of the gate. Because True. you're not gonna you're not gonna know how to evaluate. You're not gonna know how to improve. If there's not something that you already did. So uh, that's it for now. Everyone listening to the Kind Everywhere podcast. I'm going to take the end, uh, the outro. So we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. You can send us an email at ask.kepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also leave us uh, an audio message, message. A voice Mm -hmm. message on our anchor the link is down in the description 
So this has been a uh, well honestly for me Very I don't think I was I don't think I was at my best in this episode. It's all right. I'm definitely going to be better in the next episode. I'm not I never <laughs> said that it's not interesting. <laughs> okay. I never said I, it's and not I did interesting. It. I just don't feel but like I was myself. I don't I don't want to agree with you. Why? We had very we had very good insights. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, also before we <laughs> yeah, end <but. laughs> we're stretching this out a little bit. <laughs> if you want to send us a personal message again, it can't be it can be like anything. Do you want to express something? Is there do you want to ask us advice or something like that? Anything personal? It it can be like non-business related. We are welcoming you to reach out to us and we promise to reach back to you because we're trying to build like a community where we can support each other everything like that we can't do that if you won't reach out first so don't be shy that's all <laughs> so thank you meg uh, as a reminder to everyone life is a life is just a really long stretched out existential crisis and doing things that you enjoy just distract you from how bad life really is. And if you do it long enough, you kind of forget that life's really bad. But then if you Maybe don't you see feel how nice. bad, yeah, but if you don't feel like life's bad, then surprise, it's not bad. <laughs> so It's just how you think. Like, life's a complicated place <laughs> to be in. So life's a place, life's an entity. Like, if we can help you out in any way, uh, yes. and to the, to. to the zero people who are listening to this point, like, thanks for listening. Because right now, we're talking into the void, especially for the first episode. But I'd like to thank everyone that our first couple of videos, like, the first episode yes. has 112 views. And that's great. Like, that's that great. is great. Like, 112 people. Like, that's... Give, that's honestly give, good yeah give their attention to us so thank you thank you thank you guys for listening to that and and do the, the outro already miko yeah, for the two <laughs> people who are here like thanks for listening and this has been the kind of everywhere podcast so mm-hmm. we're not gonna ask you to so meg asked you to audio message uh i'm not gonna ask you to subscribe yeah just leave us an audio message at anchor that's the one yes, thing please. that we want to ask you in this episode but uh, we're, we have another more interesting video or podcast for you in two mm-hmm. weeks. And the topic is interesting because it's going to be about interests. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Oh, God. Oh, my brain is fried. Like, you know my brain is fried because of, because of the puns. Like when I edit this, I'm just gonna cover my my own audio with outro music, and it's just gonna slowly yeah. fade the video out. That's what's gonna happen.